Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Do you get screwed in that situation? Oh, yeah. Like, the rule about being a lawyer generally, and like no one thinks this, is we always get screwed first. Like, because we have our own disciplinary system, so we can't do a lot of things that everyone thinks we do on the reg. Like, we're not Uh, supposed to take unreasonable fees. We should never, ever, ever suborn perjury. We have to get out of a case if a conflict shows up. And these are all good things and they protect society, but, like, people think we do it for fun. Like, all those rules we're not allowed to break. There is this general perception in society that we break them all, all day. And so we usually get screwed first. So like if I have a client and a claim gets denied, it doesn't matter whether I'm in that case for a minute in zero dollars in costs or five years and a hundred thousand dollars in costs, like I'm getting zero. And that's the way that's going to go because it's the right result. Because if my client committed fraud, they shouldn't get any money. Sure. So it's important for you to vet the clients too. Yeah. And then we switch into like this super fun mode, right? Which is like, keep my client that I'm really mad at out of jail. Super fun. (laughs) You know, because now I'm like furious that I it's like a relationship, right? It's like I trusted you and you cheated me. And <laughs> but then you're like, I got to keep him out of jail now because otherwise that'll be a whole issue. And I don't need to like be dropping off like JPay messages every day and purchasing money right. from commissary. So. <laughs> uh, what have you learned throughout your years that would help an insurance agent in their every day from your eyes on your side? So. I think it's like a hundred percent client management and don't think that anyone does a good job of teaching agents how to do that from a claim perspective. They do an awesome job at that from like, here's what to expect. Here's how much money we're taking. Here's what we're doing. Here's what coverage you get. I mean, if you're surviving in this business, you know, some level of that. And then the better you do, the better it usually is. But on the claim side, I don't know how else to say it. Like agents suck. They just because they can't do anything. So they're like, well, Miss Smith, like, I really would like you to keep playing, paying my premiums because I like to live on that money, but I can't do anything. Right. Or they lie. Yeah. Like I'm going to make a phone call right now and I'm going to make, I'm going to make this happen. You can't do a thing. Almost every carrier with the exception of some small regional carriers with captive agents, you cannot affect change in that claim. You can try. You can send all the emails you want and send all the voicemails, whether they're nice or mean that you want, but it's not going to change a thing. And I think there's like a real power in telling people what you can't do, right? It's, um, I'm like a big nerd and read books for fun because I have nothing else to do. So like Chris Voss never split the difference. I heard him speak live once and he's like, people go wrong. I mean, he's doing hostage negotiating, right? Uh He goes, people go wrong when they get worried about saying, I don't have anything to tell you. There's no news. There's, I don't have anything. That's what it is. And I think what agents need to be doing is kind of twofold. They need to be very upfront about their lack of involvement in the process, offer to collect information, offer to do whatever they can. And of course there are some carriers where the agent actually initiates the claim. So then it's like FUBAR, right? Because now you like can't actually get the claim paid, but you're Right. Inextricably intertwined in the claim. Yep. So you have to be super, super upfront with that. And you really need to document that with your customer, whether that's text, email, whatever. You need to make sure they understand mm. that you are not the bad guy. I cannot tell you how many clients they come in and they're like, I want to sue my agent. They don't even care about the carrier because they think the agent did something wrong. And it's usually not the case. So that's number one. And number two, it's a sensitive situation, especially if you're captive with a larger carrier, but you need to have a list of professionals that can assist people with claims available 
that you aren't necessarily recommending. I also would not recommend anyone typically, but I would make those resources available to your customers because that is the difference between like Miss Smith, who is going to drop ABC Insurance Company and Miss Smith, who's going to be like, well, you know, my agent was really sweet. And even if it took forever, he really made sure I got what I needed. And, and it's just so important because the agent can be and should be their best friend during that process. Like that's going to create a lifelong customer for you is just I love that through the process while being honest about the fact that you can't affect change. Yeah, I love that. That's 100 percent. I haven't been in the insurance business as long as, let's say, Mr. Craig over here. <laughs> well, I'm much older. Well, he's old. So, yeah. So, like, I remember coming into the agency and the previous agent was handling all the claims himself. Like, he wouldn't even want them to talk to the adjuster, which I kind of get on one level. But on the other level, I knew that I couldn't do anything. So, I just wanted to just, like, hey, we can sell a policy. We can advocate for you try to like help move things along in the sense of like getting information to your claims adjuster or calling them. Hopefully they'll call you back (laughs) kind of thing. But yeah, very helpless in that scenario. But I think the honesty part of it has helped with that because it's like, you have to be and transparent. Why do people not want to. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean, just being transparent with the clients on what, on what services you're going to deliver, I think, is important. Yeah. And and aligning those services that you're going to deliver with what's going to going to make everybody win. Right. The client's going to win. You're going to win by being able to grow. Because in Jason's example, the prior order, I mean, that's not scalable. Right. That's not a scalable business strategy to to do, be the one man band. You just can't. And you can't even do that stuff anyway. So why even get involved in that? What we can affect is growth, right? Through new business acquisition. And I think it's important to focus on those pieces of the puzzle that are going to most dramatically raise the revenue streams, right? So because with more revenue, you can hire more people, which in turn is going to help more of your clients and just a machine. You got to build that machine. But me answering the phone and telling people, oh, I'll help you with your claim. I mean, I'll number one, put a gun in my mouth. And number two, (laughs) I'm not able to, right? So why do that? In our business, like in our office, anytime we're going to adopt a new process or cut something out or just change something, the question is really simple. Is it either going to increase efficiency so we can continue to scale and make more money? Or is it going to better our client experience, which will increase client loyalty and allow us to scale and make more money? But it's always the same conclusion. If the answer is no, then we don't do it. And if it's yes, then we look at the cost versus the perceived value. And hearing that story that you just told me about with the agent who is serving as almost the conduit of information for every single customer, A, isn't scalable, I agree, but B, it's not actually improving the client's experience for many of them. Now, the 70-year-old lady that doesn't know how to use a fax machine and an email, that is an awesome service that you were providing her. (laughs) She will love you for Mm -hmm. it. But the average person that can just like talk to their adjuster directly, it's not bettering the experience. It's putting you in the in the range of the firing squad. Like you're stepping in between the wall and the gun, right? Because your client at some point is going to get mad and you are the one they've been dealing with the entire time. So they're not even blaming the right person. So it's a waste of emotional time and energy for everyone. And at the end of the day, that is time that either you or your support staff could be using to continue to grow your business and to continue to better serve your clients. Yeah. And every 100%. business is that way, insurance or not insurance. Sure. If you're not engaging in that analysis, 
then you're potentially seriously wasting resources. Serious knowledge nugget right there. Yeah. I love it. And then I also love what you said about just being there for someone. It's incredible with increasing capacity and efficiency and growing and scaling and all. We're using so much technology now that's impersonal that it's like our secret weapon at this point is just being there for someone, just listening to someone if they're, if they, you know, empathizing. Computers can't empathize. So it's like there's a lot of power in just saying you can't, not only can you not help, but yeah, tell me what's going on. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like just empathizing. I talked to an agent for a very large carrier in Lake Charles, Louisiana, where they have just been smoked, right? They got Hurricane Laura, which was Cat 4, almost Cat 5. Then they got hit by Hurricane Delta. Like, that just doesn't happen. And I asked her what her turnover rate has been, because I assumed like eight months after the hurricane, a lot of people underpaid. It's probably a blessing and a curse. You're probably losing a huge percentage of your client base. But on the other hand, everyone's mad at their other carriers over there too. So it's like one in, one out. So I wasn't worried about her business, but I thought she'd probably have a lot of turnover. And she said that she had less turnover than any other agent she knew about in the area. And I said, what did you do differently? And I thought she was going to have some crazy thing I'd never heard. Like, oh, I actually know how to get their claims paid. It wasn't that at all. She visited each one of them and hugged them and said, I'm here for you if you need anything. Wow. (laughs) Such a better use of time and resource. (laughs) Like just giving someone a hug and not putting herself in the way of like the claim. Right. And just was like, I'm here for you. I love you guys. We're family. We're going to get through this. Eventually your claims will get handled. Just hang in there. Right. It's almost like it's like a branding play, right? You're just increasing the value of your brand by just being there. But you didn't say, oh, don't worry. I'll take care of everything because now you just screwed yourself if you do that. And not in a good way. And she said she was very careful to point out the carrier would handle the claim, but she would be there for them as emotional support. And I still imagine she put a lot of time into that, depending on how many clients she actually had, I guess. I never really asked that, but it was so funny because I'm like, man, such an obvious thing, like just human interaction as the solution to a major business problem. (laughs) And I think a pretty strategic play too, because all of those people that you reference that are pissed off, they hear that she did that. And they're like, my person hid. My agent won't even answer the phone. Oh, mine came and hugged me. Who is your agent? I want to talk to them. Right? I mean, (laughs) they're already sold before they got there. And anyone dealing with a claim is emotional, right? Which is like a bad thing. So you guys have to be aware of that when dealing with your customers that have claims. But when you also have existing potential new clients with claims, that's huge. Because that's an opportunity for you to use your brand and your brand loyalty that already exists to parlay that into new business. And that is always scalable. There's only one of you to go around and hug people. That's cool. But it is always scalable to treat people nicely. Like that's a fundamentally scalable thing. Yeah. Right. And it's becoming the thing that separates you from everybody else as people are becoming more impersonal and lacking that, that level of care. Yeah, it's weird to think that like that's a way you can set yourself apart is like being nice, but yeah. you know it is a way you can set yourself apart. Yeah, that's and it's, so funny. We well, built our business on that. Like that has been one of our hallmarks of being able to expand. Is I can go into a city after a disaster, I can do charity work or something completely unrelated to business, and by the time we are done helping people, 
hugging them, talking to them. We get back. We don't sign a single client. No one hires us. We don't even usually talk to them about it. And we get back and my whole call center of 50 people is like, the phone won't stop ringing. Can I put in for overtime? That is awesome. And you're like, oh, just because we were nice. Like, that's all it took. It's amazing. Yep. That is crazy. It is crazy that that I mean, that's a great idea for for any insurance agency or agent is just to, I mean, essentially what we're doing, any business is just solving a problem. That's just it. Like whatever problem it may be, you're just solving a problem. And just to be that guy or girl, to be able to, that people see that you just care and you solve problems. It's huge. It's huge. It is. And it just makes a difference. And, and that is, and I want to be clear too, that's scalable, right? The old school insurance agent that I, they exist, but I don't think new ones come around anymore that like host the picnic once a year and, you know, they're <laughs> at the church and all their people like they exist, but you can scale that across multiple markets, multiple areas still by just having human interaction. It doesn't have to be face to face. It can be anything. You can mm. FaceTime someone and be like, Hey, I wanted to check on you. You can just call them and be like, Hey, I know you're going through something right now. You'd, it's nice if you can have in-person interaction, but there are agents that are like the sky is the limit and they want to just grow and grow and grow. They can't, they don't have to be constrained by the fact that they can't personally get out to all these things. They can still weave themselves into the community of their customers without necessarily putting all this time and resources into being in the community, so to speak, the city, the town, the territory. Yep. So awesome. So it comes down to this, my oh, man, no. what is the one piece? And I'm pretty sure that we just went over it. What would be the <laughs> one piece of advice that you'd give any insurance agent coming into the industry or maybe an agent that has been doing it for a while that really wants to take their agency to the next level? Yeah. I mean, I think we did do it, but I'd say this, if you want to succeed in this field and I want you to, right? Because the more insurance you guys sell, the more clients I have later because disasters aren't going anywhere. So I just need people to stay insured. Right. So we're in, we're on the same team. And what I would say is this, don't forget that there are real people behind every single dollar that comes in and operate your business in a way that either allows you to increase efficiency and scale or increase the customer experience. And I would suggest that both of them are equally as important. Yeah. Love, Love it. it. Oh, Jinx. <laughs> Galen, cool, man. Galen Hare, I said it correctly. How can somebody <laughs> find you if they needed to seek your help or advice? Yeah, we have a website like everyone else. Um, insurance website. claim. HQ. We hope that, yeah, what's a website? We hope you only have one. So it's insuranceclaimhq.com. And then we have a hotline number. It's uh, 844-CLAIM-84. They will answer that 24 hours a day. But if you tell them you want to talk to me, you actually will get a call back from me unless you leave like a creepy message. And then you (laughs) will not get a call back from me. I want to talk to Kayla. I want to know about your Britney Spears concert. Tell me about Britney Spears. (laughs) So that won't work. That will not work. But no, we're all about, again, we're all about helping. So yeah. you don't have to call us because you have a claim. You can call us because you just want to be bros and we'll probably return yeah. your call and talk to you. Or dudes. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Dudes, insurance dudes even. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Galen, so great to have you on and fascinating conversation. We look forward to potentially seeing you down the road. Yeah. Likewise, guys. All right. Cool. Thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do 
uh, right, 100,000 in premium off yes. of even the worst Internet leads? Where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process, the entire process. Mm. Super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to be awesome. And it's it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, All right.